Hello my dear music enjoyers! Did you know that composers are not the messiah? Of course you didn't! Did you know that Bach isn't the messiah? Of course you didn't! Did Bach know that Bach isn't the messiah? Of course he didn't! So from like 1722 to 1730, Bach resided in Leipzig and had like a permanent and steady job at the Thomas School, which was directly connected to the Thomas Church, which was and still is like a major church in Leipzig. There he had his role as cantor, which was at its core the guy who did all the musical stuff, but like also there were a lot of other positions in this role. He was actually the third choice, which is quite interesting. Telemann was the first choice because he's just more fun, but apparently Bach got chosen because they wanted someone more mediocre, and that's weird. Like, fair enough. The important thing to know about the cantor is that it was the third highest position in the entire school and this got to the point where literally in 1730 the position got renamed to director musicus and I think that just really goes to show how important this position was in relation to the school. The roles of Cantor included directing church choirs, teaching music, overseeing the music of the church choirs and taking care of the instruments. Also, he got to act inspector on a rota and he was paid extra if he played at weddings and funerals and like directed the music there. And I don't know about all of you, but this sounds like a dream. This sounds like such a good position to get, especially if you're not the first person they contacted for the job. To get a steady position as this is absolutely incredible. And yet, somehow, Bach found this boring. Like, he didn't appreciate this position at all and just wanted to do other things all the time. Like, there were some aspects of the role, such as teaching Latin, that he hated doing so much that he paid the guy below him, his name was Petzold, the majority of his wages to teach Latin for him. And I think that's really interesting considering Bach had a degree in Latin. Like, first of all, why did you get a degree in Latin if you're going to go back on that promise of like having that role open for you and instead giving it to someone else. However, at the same time, I think it's important to consider that like most of his money came from other sources, such as like commissioned works from like nobility and even sometimes royalty. So honestly, like if that kind of stuff is outweighing your actual steady job, I have to say maybe you have a point. Apparently one of the things he didn't appreciate about the position was the irregularity of not being paid as much as he wanted to be. And it's like, babes, you're a composer. I really don't know what you were expecting going into this field. You can't, like, this is a lot more regular than anything I'll ever expect to do. Honestly, it just seems like such a hardship for poor Johan. Like, all he did in this job was compose, perform, and rehearse. Like, that's such a travesty, don't you think? 
and he got to put all of his kids in the school. Isn't the staff of this school just so awful and unfair to him? I mean, like, I get it. By the time he started to get annoyed at these things, he was like 44. Like, that's nearly two Lily Boulangers. But around 1730, he started to get, like, even more egotistical about this and most of this egotisticalness, that's a word, was kind of not justified. Like, first of all, he started to get in arguments with the Thomas Church by, like, claiming that he should be the one to choose the hymns for some reason. And also, when people disagreed with him over this, he decided that instead of listening to them and just playing the hymns, he would play the hymn that he wanted to play when the minister would ask for a different hymn. And I think that's kind of really bad. Like, Johan, I hate to say it, but I think these people know more than you in this particular realm. Look, I'm not saying that he doesn't have a point sometimes, but I'm also saying that if I was given the resources that he was given, then I would be so grateful. And I don't think he's dealing with this very well, if I'm being perfectly honest. I think the worst of this, though, is that rather infamously, Bach used to just leave. Like, he used to take days off his job at the school, teaching and rehearsing for the musicians there. You know, that thing that you're supposed to do as a musician, the thing that everyone wants to do as a musician, and the thing that once people get the opportunity to do as a musician, they really want to keep. And of course, everyone at this school used to keep complaining about this because it's a job. Like, maybe they don't pay him enough money and maybe he is right to be upset that they don't pay him enough money, but it's still a job. You can't just not take the job seriously. Just to reiterate as well, this school gave him the opportunity to write literally all of his cantatas and also Saint Matthew Passion. These are both things that have held up so well that they are still regularly played to this day. And he was given the resources to perform them quickly, but he was even upset about the resources. Like, it, instead of explaining himself, by the way, he didn't explain himself either at all. He just, like, people kept asking him, hey, why are you not doing your job? And Bach must have just been like, I'm a legend. I don't need to do my job because I'm a special little boy. And the staff were just like, no, just shut up, you're a cantor. Do your job. But instead of, like, giving them an explanation about all of this, he just recreated the entire music education system. Like, I'm not even joking. He wrote a long list of everything that the school was doing wrong in an attempt to change this extremely prestigious school. So let's just recap here. 
He skived off his job, which he was being paid money for, and instead of doing anything about that, he decided to do something that was not his job, and that he absolutely was not allowed to do, when everyone was still angry at him, including me. He wanted a very specific number of musicians for things, as if this was not a school. Also, he judged the Thomas School alumni in a really weird way. He said 17 of them were usable, 20 of them were not yet usable, and 17 of them he just completely disregarded as unfit. This is kind of funny, but like, imagine being a child. Imagine being one of the 17 unfit children. Imagine how upsetting that would be. Imagine if Johann Sebastian Bach came into your school, pointed at you, and said you were unfit. Just think about that for a second. <laughs> oh my god. Imagine being described as usable. That's an extremely weird descriptor, babes. Nice to know that 20 of them had potential though. Also, he called the conditions for church music inadequate. So then obviously the school didn't listen to him and instead called him incorrigible and removed some of his privileges because of his behaviour and one of said privileges was stopping his pay for funeral work. Like, I get wanting the best possible conditions for your music, I truly do understand that, but I feel like especially if you're working for a fixed organisation and have a steady job there, that isn't always going to be possible and you're just gonna gonna have to focus on things specifically for them. I think it's interesting as well that these days Bach is considered such a genius, and he absolutely was, don't get me wrong, his, his contribution his contributions to music history and all of Western music as we know it cannot be understated, but at the same time no composer is perfect, especially as people. In fact, they were all extremely imperfect as people. I feel like if you learn nothing else from this video, just bear in mind that composers are people too. One last fun little chapter of this story. After he quit this job, he had a few other jobs. One of them was being like composer for a duke when that was still a thing. I really wish that was still a thing, by the way. That sounds really fun. But also, he went job searching in Danzig and he wanted funeral work there and he was looking at funeral work and in the process of this, he literally wished death upon people. I think that's beautiful. Like, he said that the weather is mild in Danzig, so then fewer people die, which is really sad for him because then he won't get as much money from his funeral work. And you know what? Yeah, you're so right. I would be exactly the same. Thank you for listening.